0: All right, let's. Well, Kool Aid. (laughs) Actually, so I did make Kool Aid the other day. So good, so good. I've been craving it forever. It was so good. Hopefully, we'll make some for our next podcast. All right, remind me. We can do that definitely for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast,
1: Elementary Science by Science Scholars.
0: This is episode three, and we're talking about the water cycle. At our table, we have
1: Angel, Kira, Brian, Gabino, Richard, Nathan, Anissa.
0: Perfect. So our first thing, our first part of the topic is what is the water cycle? So what are the different stages? Who can kind of tell us one stage of the water cycle? We'll explain a little bit later, but we just kind of want to know what the stages are. So, Angel, what's one stage of the water cycle?
1: Transpiration.
0: Transpiration. Kira? Evaporation.
1: Evaporation.
0: Condensation. Condensation. Brian? Precipitation. Nathan?
1: Accumulation.
0: Accumulation.
1: Groundwater.
0: Groundwater. What about the one that kind of goes over land? What was that, Richard?
1: Runoff.
0: Runoff, yeah. So now that we talked about the different stages, we'll go more into detail on what they actually are. Our second topic is why is the water cycle important? What is the whole reason why the water cycle is so important to us as living things? Nathan?
1: Uh, maybe so we won't run out of water?
0: We're not going to run out of water, right? What else? Why is the water cycle important? Why would the water cycle be a really good thing for us living here on Earth? Would be a really good thing to have the water cycle. Yes, Anissa? Because,
1: like, Without rain, like, um, like
0: it could be really dry. Would you guys want to live in a dry environment? No. no. What is a dry environment?
1: Desert. Desert.
0: Desert, right? Egypt. Egypt. So Egypt is a place, right? Antarctica. Antarctica is actually Egypt. also dry. Yeah. Um, okay, so when you think about, like, Egypt, we think about in Africa, it's very hot. 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 And then we think about
1: Antarctica,
0: it's very what? Cold. Cold. But they're both kind of deserts, which is really weird. So I remember the definition of a desert is it gets very little what
1: water
0: water like as in
1: drought?
0: precipitation so rain rain yeah and if we have no water for a long time we we get into a what drought. drought which we kind of sometimes have, have here in Texas I know like it, it's really hard for me sometimes because I like to garden and I know we garden a lot here at our campus uh, and if oh. we get in a drought a lot of our plants do what. Die. Die. They die because they don't have a lot of water care.
1: If we didn't have water, we wouldn't be living.
0: The whole point of the water cycle is to live because we do need water. All right. Let's roll (laughs) (laughs) Kool-Aid. Actually, so I did make Kool-Aid the other day. So good. So good. I've been craving it forever. It was so good. Hopefully, we'll make some for next podcast. All right. Remind me. We can do that definitely for sure, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So... We talked about the stages. We talked about why it's important. So what's the main cause of the water cycle? What's going to make the water cycle happen? What's going to make the water cycle happen? Um, Kara.
1: That's my clouds.
0: So clouds are a big part of it. I know that if we have clouds above us... It's going to hold a lot of the water. Richard.
1: The sun. Why so,
0: can you elaborate on that? Why would the sun be the main cause of the water cycle?
1: Because the sun is the main part of the water cycle because... <laughs> um.
0: So, we got that part. It's a big cause of it. So, what would be the reason, Nathan?
1: Because uh, the... The sun heats heats the water and it evaporates and basically goes through the whole cycle like like the condensation, precipitation, runoff, and everything.
0: Yeah. So our sun heats up water and the water evaporates. Angel, do you know what ta- Do you know what types of bodies of water the sun could heat up so that water
1: evaporates? It could heat up oceans, lakes.
0: Oceans, lakes.
1: Ponds. Ponds. Rivers.
0: Rivers. Yeah. Um, Do we have a pond here on campus? Yes. Actually, I think we have three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did those contribute to the water cycle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So actually, we kind of have a little mini water cycle here on campus. And didn't we do an activity the other day where we drew our own water cycle based off of the ponds we had? Yeah. And And you guys did really, really good with that. I really appreciate that. Is not like the water cycle
1: kind of like a purifier?
0: Is the water cycle kind of like a purifier? Um, Okay, so let's think about this. I have a lot of salty water from the ocean. When the water evaporates from the ocean, is that water going to be salty? Mm -mm, No. It's not. Didn't we do an experiment here in class where we kind of did something
1: like that? Yes.
0: Who can talk about that experiment a little bit? Anissa, what did we do?
1: Uh, we put um, we put salt and water together, uh-huh. and we mix it up, and we nice. put on the hot plate, and we uh, we turned the hot plate on, and the um, and the heat from the hot plate evaporated the water only.
0: So what stayed behind inside the, the beaker? Salt, the salt. The salt, right? So where did the water go? It evaporated. Where did it go?
1: Into the sky, into the the room,
0: into the atmosphere, into our room. It actually kind of felt a little bit moist in here because all that water evaporated in the room. And we had a bunch of salt left over. So I would assume that the water cycle would be some sort of purifier because it kind of takes out the salt from the water and it just leaves the clean water. Now, sometimes we do have water that does come down that's really bad called acid rain. And that can uh, can really mess up stone, statues, houses, metal. People.
1: Like, um, you, you, you like cigarette? I'm pretty sure it can make us
0: kind of sick, too. Yeah. What's the question? Has
1: it happened in Texas?
0: Or? What's that? Acid rain? Mm-hmm. It can literally happen anywhere. And I believe it's because of all the pollution, all the bad stuff we add into our environment, which is not really good. It's Isn't that kind of
1: like... Um, when, uh, uh, after a volcano erupts, if it starts to rain because the, um, the clouds, doesn't it like rain acid
0: and stuff? Oh, so when the volcano erupts, it has all of that um, ash, ash yeah. and gas. So when it rains, it probably pours down some of that mm-hmm. bad stuff. You know what? I haven't looked into that, but that's something we can look into. And just by kind of thinking about it, it seems like it would cause some type of damage and it would be pretty harmful, right? Mm-hmm. It would be pretty bad.
1: When was the last time that happened?
0: When was the last time? What happened?
1: Acid rain.
0: Acid Acid rain. rain. So it actually kind of happens all the time. Um, We have so much pollution in our air. The air is kind of bad that a lot of the rain can be damaging. Um, But luckily, whenever water does go through um, rocks, through groundwater, some of those rocks are kind of like, purifiers themselves but we don't see some of that water until like thousands of years water can stay underground for
1: millions of years
0: as little as like a couple of days up to millions of years right yeah nathan
1: um like wouldn't like plants be the same thing for like air because like like because we breathe out like carbon dioxide, the huh and uh, then like plants they like they like suck in the um the water okay. they absorb um, yeah. the
0: carbon dioxide yeah
1: and they like spit out the like the oxygen or something right and like it kind of helps so us. you're
0: asking do plants help purify the air uh-huh. and they actually do um that's why a lot of times we have plants in our classrooms like here it helps to make the air a little bit more clean there are specific plants on websites and they're like hey like Buy these plants, put them in your houses, it makes your air better and healthier for you.
1: Like Miss Holbrook's
0: thing? Uh what's that? Uh, it's pretty,
1: it's pretty much, much
0: like a thing that I that's a gas. Oh Miss Holbrook's humidifier.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So think about humidity is the water in the in the yeah. air. Yeah. So that's kinda of taking some of that out. So it's taking the water out of the air, whereas these plants are gonna take out the bad um, gases in the air and let, let out really good oxygen that's really breathable and healthy for us. But there are some cities actually where sides of the highways, like bridges, they have a bunch of plants growing on the sides of them. But I believe there are cities of Mexico like that. So that helps purify the air a lot. If you have a lot of cars, you have a lot of pollution. So they try to kind of alleviate that bad air quality by having... The plants clean that air for them. Mm-hmm. And then there are some buildings, like high-rises, skyscrapers, that also have a bunch of plants and trees growing on top. Because if you build a building, you're kind of taking away area for trees and plants mm-hmm. to grow. And, and
1: for animals to live. In. And for
0: animals to live. So they kind of make those environments up there for them. Nathan? Um,
1: oh, I think it fell. Oh. Angel? Um. I got a question, like... Why would, like, why would the sun, like, take away, like, water from the plants? Because, like, it's, like, the transparent, like, the water out of it. Because, like, won't the plants need that water to live?
0: So why would the plants, um, why would the sun evaporate some of the water from the plants? And you're asking, don't the plants need that water to live? Well, I mean, think about it. The plants have water, and yeah, they need them. So the sun is going to evaporate that water, and it just so happens that the leaves are able to, um, they're not, the surface of the leaves are not impermeable, which means that things are able to go through them. So like the sun's heat is able to go through the plant leaves, and then also things are able to leave out, so the water is able to leave out the plants. So the plants don't have that adaptation to where they keep all the water in. Some plants that do have the adaptation are what?
1: Like cactus.
0: Cactus, because they have what kind of outside coating?
1: Wax. Wax. Yeah, waxy
0: coating, yeah. So, I mean, it just so happens that those plants don't have that type of adaptation. Some do, though. Um, you know, I. it's kind of hard to answer the question why some don't and why some do, other than they're adapted to live in their environment. And if you live in a harsh environment where there's a lot of sun, you don't want to have water leave you. Um but that's a really good question. That's that's that you're really thinking really hard on that. That's really good. So we ended with our first group of students, and so now we have our second group of fifth grade science students. At our table, now we have
1: Gabriel, Ariel, Carlos, Leslie, Ariana.
0: Perfect. Now, we're going to continue with the conversation. We spoke earlier about why the water cycle was important, what was the main reason, um, the different stages. Now I want to talk about what happens in each, each stage. So the first stage I want to talk about is evaporation. So with one of us, can we kind of speak about what evaporation is and why it happens? Ariel, can you explain what evaporation is?
1: Evaporation can happen like when... Like, for example, the ocean, like if the water is like still and the sun hits it, it'll make the water like hot and it'll evaporate. Okay. And yeah.
0: And so, what type, what state of matter is the water in the ocean?
1: Liquid.
0: Liquid. A liquid, okay. And then when it evaporates, what state of matter does it turn into? Gas. gas. A gas, right? And we call that gas what?
1: Water vapor. Water vapor.
0: Water vapor. The second portion of this water cycle is. What will be the second part of the water cycle, Gabriel?
1: Condensation.
0: Condensation. So, can you tell us, explain a little bit what condensation is? Uh,
1: it's when, it's when water vapor, the water vapor, um, goes into the sky or the atmosphere, right? right? And it 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 cools down, right?
0: Yeah. So it's
1: cold, or no? It does get cooler. it's confusing. I'm confusing. I mean, it is, yeah,
0: this portion is a little bit harder, right?
1: Yeah, I'm confusing myself.
0: Yeah, so it does get a little bit difficult to kind of remember all the different parts. I can't but
1: remember if it cools, like gets colder, or gets warmer. I'm so let's so sure couple them out.
0: So when we go higher into the atmosphere, do we get cooler or do we get warmer?
1: Colder.
0: We get cooler.
1: Because the air is thinner. The air's yeah, thinner.
0: so the air is pretty thin, right? If you're, going, if you're walking or climbing up a mountain, if you're hiking up a mountain, That's uh, it gets a lot colder you get higher elevated you get higher into the atmosphere there's less there's like less oxygen it's the air is thinner um, i told you, you get the example of like flying an airplane right mm-hmm. so if we're in an airplane we're on the ground the windows are pretty hot we don't really see anything forming on the window but the higher you get when you're in an airplane you're flying what did i tell you you can see sometimes on the windows of the airplane
1: mm-hmm. what
0: was it we we really don't see any gas, but we see what? Ice. Yeah, we see ice. Uh, it's because all of that water vapor that is condensing on the windows is getting cooler and cooler, and then it's freezing on the windows. So you're right, Gabriel. Um, the higher you get in the atmosphere, the colder it gets. So our water vapor that's very warm is going to get cooler, condense, and turn back into...
1: Water droplets.
0: Water droplets and form what? A
1: cloud. It forms a cloud, yeah. Cumulonimbus.
0: So we Septimus. have different forms of clouds, which we're not going to get into now. Yeah,
1: I don't remember all of them. They're, that's yeah, really they're pretty
0: um, – I know they're different shapes and then with different types of weather, we have different is like types. like a
1: blanket. Stratus is really kind of it's like
0: it's flat on top on, on, on the bottom, right? And it's kind of fluffy on top. I think that's the one it is, right? I don't know. The stratus is it's like, like oh, whatever. okay. So the stratus it's one is just the
1: one that kind of yeah, is flat. cumulonimbus. I'm pretty sure it's
0: the tallest one up to like 9,000 feet or something. Really? Okay, well, that's really cool. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, those are kind of I never really looked into those. So now that you are kind of peaking my curiosity, I'll definitely look into them.
1: I think he taught us that in third grade probably
0: but you know what i'm so old
1: uh, the other other guy the the bald guy (laughs) oh mr yeah yeah
0: okay (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah.
0: um also i heard that he made cookies for y'all and you guys traded me
1: Uh, for him i I still thought you were better well yeah
0: thank you okay i was was still heartbroken though (laughs) so let's move in back into the water cycle um precipitation is our next stage right So precipitation is the next stage. Um, Leslie, do you want to talk about what precipitation is?
1: Precipitation.
0: Precipitation, right.
1: Is when it starts to rain and our snow, our hail. And...
0: So why does it happen?
1: When the cloud gets full and it... Whatever the temperature is, that's what, like, if it snows or hell
0: or rain. So our clouds get very heavy of the water droplets, right? And then if it's very cold and it starts to precipitate, what can come down?
1: Rain, water.
0: Snow, well, if it's snow. very cold, what will come down?
1: Oh, ice. Snow.
0: Some type of ice. Uh, so snow, sleet. right? Sleet.
1: Yeah. Or sleet, yeah. And
0: now, if there's a really bad storm, what type of precipitation do we sometimes see? Oh, rain. Rain. Hail, a lot of rain, right? A hails lot of rain. when too. rain's just
1: really, really <clears throat> hard, right?
0: Well, hail is like those little balls of ice. And oh. They can range from like little like yeah. coin size to
1: basketball size, I think. Kind
0: of like baseball size.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, if you get hit by one of those, it's going to hurt, right? Home
1: run? No. Not all of them. Oh. Home run? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know.
0: I don't know Yo, about that. You guys so let's say it precipitates, and then this water is going to start to fall on mountains and hills. What is that process called in the, in the water cycle, Ariana?
1: It's called runoff.
0: And can you explain what runoff is?
1: Runoff is whenever it precipitates the water that is left on different lands, landscapes. Um, for example, a mountain or a hill, the water will fall down some will. Some of it will be absorbed from the ground, and some of it will just keep going.
0: So if the ground absorbs a lot of the water, can that ground absorb any more water? No. no. It can't, right? So the ground is really saturated. So now we're going to have runoff. Yeah, we're going to have runoff, where the water is just going to flow on the ground. Or jog. Yeah. Or jog? Uh. I don't know. Maybe you can just walk? <laughs> crawl? I don't know. Ow. So, now, after runoff, all of this water is going to go where? This is our next stage of the water cycle. All of this runoff, what's going to happen to that runoff? What's going to happen to all the water that's running off hills, mountains? What's going to happen, Ariel?
1: Uh, it's going to turn into accumulation. Which is? Which is like the ocean like it goes back like
0: in the water yes yeah, so it's going to go into like a body of water so oceans what else could it go into lakes, streams lakes, streams rivers,
1: rivers, 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 rivers
0: ponds ponds Puddles. so accumulation Puddles. is where it's just going to kind of collect all together right after it accumulates some of that water is going to seep and absorb into the ground eventually get very deep into the ground what would that be carlos
1: groundwater
0: groundwater it's gonna be groundwater now We kind of talked about it with the other group, groundwater is when that water goes deep in the ground, into the ground. Um, Sometimes rocks can be purifiers for water where the water flows through the rock and it kind of cleans the water. It's kind of crazy. That's how we get really clean water underground. And sometimes people kind of, um, they use pipes that pull it out of the ground and then they drink it, right? So kind of like wells, they dig the big holes in the ground they pull water from a bucket. If you're like old school in the country, you can do that and drink from there. Um, I'm pretty sure I still have to clean it by boiling it. Um, so, yeah. So, when water goes in the ground, it can stay underground from let's say one day all the way up to about ten millions of years. So, to be honest, the water we're drinking now could be coming from dinosaur pee.
1: Oh, my, oh my oh, God. Oh, no. Jerry the Molecule.
0: <laughs> Jerry the Molecule, right.
1: Like
0: So it can be from dinosaur pee. Now, after groundwater, there's another water cycle stage. And this water cycle stage is not really known, but this portion is whenever the sun is evaporating the water from the plants, the trees, the shrubs, the bushes, anything green. What is that process called? Gabriel.
1: Transpiration?
0: Transpiration. Ariana, do you want to kind of explain what transpiration is?
1: Transpiration is when the leaves of the plant are heated and the water from the stem of the plant lets the water go through the leaves and it basically evaporates from the leaves.
0: Yeah, perfect. Now, I do want to kind of move on to the conversation. We don't have too much time left, but I want to talk about one more thing. Where do we see the water cycle in our daily lives? I know we see the water cycle, whenever we heat up water in a beaker, we cover the beaker up, mm-hmm. right? So then we see it with food. All right, let's talk about food. I love food. I actually, yes. during lunch today, yes. I was eating lunch and talking with the other teachers, and we cannot stop talking about other food. It was really, it sounded really good. But Carlos, how do we see the water cycle in food? Well,
1: the the, the food has water in it, right? Right. So, when you heat it up, it'll eventually start um, getting, the water's getting boiled. And mm-hmm. the food, making it get it cooked. And then little water molecules would evaporate. Right. And then you'll, you'll see the water droplets. Um,
0: so, okay, so the, let's say that. So, it's okay, yeah. So, I see the water drops on my food sometimes. What happens if I have, like, a bunch of food that's still kind of hot? I eat, like, I'm at a restaurant. And I can't eat anymore, which is really rare for me. I mean, I mean come on. So <laughs> so so, <laughs> so let's say I take this food and I put it in a to-go container, right? Ariel, can you talk about that? Like I put my food in a good to-go container, I close my to-go container, what happens?
1: Um, it all that uh water in it, like how you about when it gets hot, since it's so like the The foam is covering it up and will go to the top and like it would evaporate.
0: So my water from the food still kind of evaporating a little bit. It's covered in that container. So that water vapor is going to touch the what? The top. The top of the container. What's going to form at the top of the container? Water droplets. Water droplets, right? So water droplets are going to form at the top of the container. And when the water vapor forms water droplets what is that also known as what is the what is the um the stage called
1: It's called condensation. It's
0: condensation, right? So condensation, water vapor turns back into droplets. And eventually those water droplets are going to do what? The water droplets are going to do what?
1: Precipitate.
0: Yeah, they're going to fall back down. It's going to be precipitation. All right, so timer's up. We want to thank you for listening to our episode. Um, thank you for laughing at me, by the way. I also promised the other class that we would have Kool Aid for our next podcast because we're talking about talking about Kool Aid. You know, I'm all over the place with food and drinking cool stuff. So save me some
1: Kool
0: Aid. I don't know, Carlos. You're laughing at me earlier. I wasn't laughing. No, I wasn't. Right. Okay. So we do want to say thank you. So. Can we all say thank you?
1: Thank Thank you. you!
0: And please listen to our next episode.